with Brashan. student radio maastricht on 107.5 fm rtv maastricht my name is sham your tech and host for today and that was the song past the duchy by the musical youth from their debut studio album uh from their 1982 debut studio album um uh, the youth of today this is a band from kingston jamaica and we are back on air after a a short break in the uh, in, in a short a short winter break and today's episode uh, as you might have guessed from a slight hint of the song is not about formula 1 although it's very much dedicated to mr max festhoffen where <laughs> hamilton did not know or probably hadn't heard about this um, this wonderful song about 
passing the duchy on the left hand side um, but in any case this is not about formula one but this is definitely about inburgering this is not about neuburgering neuburgering thank you thank you thank you so much sophia for that uh, help helping the pronunciation there uh, you're so, welcome yeah, yeah. Uh, sophia is also in the studio with us helping me um, uh, with this with this uh, episode we are also waiting for some more guests as they join i'll introduce them but today's episode is about inburgering it's not about burgers it's it's a topic that maybe the non-dutch speakers might relate to as naturalization it's not polymerization it's not making something natural but it's a political term it's also called in some places citizenship nothing to do with Citibank or ship related or in some countries it's called a civic integration tests again nothing to do with mathematical integration derivatives or calculus it is a little bit to do with languages especially in Europe a lot to do with languages and we will be discussing this topic today on on radio with with uh, with well myself uh, Sophia and we while we wait for the other guests to arrive uh, have you heard about this uh, this term at all of course yes because i'm actually my study right now at the moment we're doing something about citizenship and passports so it's actually the perfect topic for me right now to talk about Um, oh, that is fantastic. So we're learning a lot about our own citizenship and our own passports and what the power of our passports is. And I think like with Inburgering, Inbe- I can't yes, com- fully pronounce it, I'm sorry. I think that's really like close to my heart because the Dutch passport is so powerful. I think that many people who have or who are Dutch citizens are maybe sometimes not aware of how powerful their passport is. True, true. And I'm glad this, this debate is sort of picking up again I, I often feel it's 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 left on the side it's taken for granted like you said but I'm I, f- I get the feeling that it's getting picked up when when people refer to like COVID passports yeah and then I wonder hey we also have other passports which is not just COVID passport yes exactly and also like what I always like talk about a lot considering the Dutch citizenship is kind of that you can't have a second one next to it <laughs> oh that really depends yes that really depends that depends but like most of the time you can't so This is really mm. like, I don't know, because I have a dual citizenship. It's really like something close to my heart, which I would also really like to talk about in this episode. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, this is um, yeah what, what we will be talking about today is indeed about, about citizenship. Uh, and before we, before we carry on any further, I would like to introduce the others in the studio as well. So Leon, can you give us a shout? Hello, hello, hello. And Helena, thank you so much for joining. Hello, nice to be back in the studio. Yes, welcome back. And nice to be back indeed, indeed. So yeah, so I, I, one, of, one of the problems I had in, in preparing this episode is just the idea of Googling this topic because I, didn't, I would like to start broadly, like globally, and then narrow down to the Dutch perspective. But it's, it's called differently in different countries. And yeah, I wonder if this is done on purpose, like, so because there is no sort of like global movement against it in some way but it's also very sort of focused on on Europe and Americas um, I haven't really heard about this kind of a um, how do you even call this process naturalization naturalization in in rest of the world um, does this ring a bell to you Leon oh definitely we've talked about this in global studies um, the process of learning the language, the culture, etc., right? Yeah. To acquire citizenship when you're ex country enough. Yes, it's really hard in some countries, especially in European countries like in the EU and also in the US. 
it's hard to acquire the citizenship. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. In fact, I've myself gone through this process in two countries, in France and in the Netherlands, and then I had to move move out of France to, ne- to the Netherlands because I found a job here. So I had to sort of um, kill that process um, towards the end of it. Otherwise, I would have been Francais by now. Wow. Oh, do you Can speak you Francais? Oui, 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 oui. 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 I had to. Yeah, so yeah, the French one was indeed um, more focused on the language. Um, but we will get to the um, get to the international bit as well. Uh, but before we before we jump right into the into the politics, uh, how would you define humans? Because like a lot of this is based on like. Uh, the kind of species, right? Like um, when when someone says this person is a foreigner or a migratory person, like are humans endemic? Do we have like native humans? Aren't we migratory? Or are we an invasive species even? I think humans are most of the time migrants or at least the people I see in this room are all migrants. <laughs> true. <laughs> And true. Uh, like speaking of language regarding humans, I think it's really problematic to say that humans are illegal just because they don't have a passport or a citizenship or have gone through this process or don't have papers and in that sense are stateless. So I would take care of that uh, term and kind of to use other words instead of illegal, for example. Mm. I do agree 100%. Uh, also the difference between like, uh, what you mentioned before native, that's uh, not necessarily the right context to use at least uh, uh, native populations right usually yeah, I guess like don't mean the French yes yeah but I find it's funny because for example in Dutch they use the word uh, autochton or allochton which like is literally like native like it it's used in like science to talk about I don't know species and stuff and they use it to define like <coughs> someone is like born here or not doesn't work that way in Finnish so oh. it's a bit difficult to conceptualize but mm. sure interesting well I think um, it's time to time to jump into the next song uh, where we talk about native and endemic I mean if you're in the Netherlands and if you do not know this guy you better get to know him ASAP this is Andre Hazes with his song The Flieger which means the kite Enjoy.
hemel is. Deze brief vind ik vast. Aan of niet? Tot zij me vangt, zij, zij. Student Radio Maastricht on 107.5 FM RTV Maastricht. My name is Sham on Tech today, and with me in the studio is Helena. Hello. Leon. Hello, hello, hello. And Sophia. Good evening. We are discussing a very interesting topic, and also something that you mentioned you are studying nowadays, right? In as part of global studies, the idea of citizenship and naturalization. Yeah, it's uh, basically the whole semester that we're having right now is uh, migration and citizenship. So we're it getting uh, pretty deep into that. I Perfect. have the reset this month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> You're going to be an expert on this one. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's that's really good. And and one of the, one of the things is that I wanted to mention is that yeah, we will try to get to know the the Dutch culture a little bit through through the music today, because uh, in the Netherlands there is something called as KNM, which is Kennis van Nederlands Maatschappij, and that translates to knowledge of Dutch society, and this is part of your exam. Now, I don't want to be immediately critical about this because I did this exam myself and what this meant is that I could basically get through with a lower level of Dutch so it's enough for me to have a two level of Dutch but if I do this one and if I have an understanding of the Dutch labor mar- labor market um, then I don't have to do the the B2 test um, which is also a possibility and like in countries like Germany and France you have to do uh, a B2 level of language proficiency hmm. So I'm I'm quite ambivalent about um, the kind of tests, and we will get into the details a little bit later. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, to me, it's the whole general idea about testing someone if that person can live in a certain place. Do you think this is a bit weird? I mean, it's definitely classist. I mean, it weeds out the people who cannot afford to get private tutors. Sorry, stealing your talking point. No, you go ahead first. But yeah, yeah, this uh, whole bullshit about only taking in the most uh, rich, most educated, even though the people migrating who probably need citizenship in another place the most have no access to these resources. Oh yeah, I don't even want to mention the the costs involved because this is all, all we are talking about this quite easily now. But it, it the costs can add up quite fast, and it can run into into a few thousand euros. Yeah, at the least. At least, yeah. yes. Depending on where you are. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. What I was just gonna say is uh, basically the same. It's just like a way of uh, kind of selecting the people that are gonna come or that are gonna like 
stay. Yeah, like exactly. Stay, stay long term. Exactly. So I think that's that's just it. True. But True. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm not saying like there shouldn't be at all. Like, uh, I mean, I don't know. There should there. I don't know. I changed my mind a lot about this because like. Yeah, I don't know. Like on one hand, obviously, it's impossible for for them to say like, okay, you've lived here longer than five years. There's a citizenship for you. You managed Just, it so far in the Netherlands with yeah, this shit. Bro. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You didn't die in the floods. Congrats. <laughs> I don't know, but I think it, it definitely shouldn't be a very costly or complicated proce- process. That's for sure, you know. There are definitely yeah. uh, weird barriers, but I also sometimes feel if it's like, um, like on, on a personal level, is it like like rehumanizing? It's, it's obviously not dehumanizing, but it kind of feels like, whoa, you're, you're rehumanized. Now you're able to live in the French society. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Carrying a baguette under your armpit, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But also sometimes I wonder how would these tests be in say Commonwealth countries, you know, like if you are a Jamaican going to Australia, would you have to like learn to speak in an Aussie accent? You're like, hi, how's mm-hmm. it going? <laughs> that would be funny. I can't, so this would really be hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there are probably classes for that, but um, I think it's time to, time to slowly slip into our next song. Uh, this one is also very, 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 very Dutch, and I don't know why this is not part of our inburgering course. It would definitely make it very fun and very jumpy. So please enjoy this chaber music. Ik ben mijn gimspullen vergeten. Hoezo je gimspullen vergeten? Wat heb je aan dan? Toen ik nog een hele kleine gubbekopas was ik de peespal van de klas. Australia! Sí. 
zo vriendelijk willen zijn om even wakker te worden en voor de klas te verschijnen? Of heeft u het weer te druk gehad dit weekend? Als ik dit weekend overleef, dan zie jullie me maandag weer, hè? Later! Hallo, 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 hallo. En dat was de very famous epic Gaba music by, uh, called uh, Super Gaba by Hakubar. Well, his real name is Ruben van der Meer. He's also an actor and a comedian. He's been on a couple of Dutch shows. And well, you're listening to Student Radio Maastricht on 107.5 FM RTV Maastricht. My name is Sham on tech today, and with me in the studio is Helena. Hello. Leon. Hello, hello, hello. And Sophia. Good evening. And they are here to help me with a very, very, very complicated topic called inburgering. As I mentioned earlier, it's, it's, it's the process by which you become a, a citizen or a, well, a long-term resident, basically, um, of, of the Netherlands. And as preparatory, I don't know how much of you, <laughs> you guys did this, but I, I, I definitely revisited all these uh, sort of practice questions I used to do for this, uh, for this exam. And um, I think we're going to play a little game. The way it works is that you go to the examination hall and you have a computer in front of you and the computer will prompt. It will give you a small story. A story will be something like... Um, this is Ali, he's got a daughter who's 15 years old and then they'll follow up with like, let's say two, three questions. And well, ob- obviously Ali is like a like an immigrant. Uh, and one of the questions would be something like, um, well, Ali's daughter is dating another girl. Um, I'm cutting it short, I'm not paraphrasing. And, um, and she tells her dad about it. And the question is, what should Ali do? And this is always a, a multiple choice question. Do you guys want to guess what those multiple choices might be? <laughs> uh, probably just like... Okay. Yeah, not say anything. I guess. Yeah, or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, or no, because yeah, you're only 15. Lo- yeah, also. Oh, yeah. Be, True. yeah. You can't be it. Also, 18. just like be homophobic option I guess yeah yeah I think that's one of the options <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe I do, I don't know go the to the pol- police or something <laughs> to, <laughs> to report it in an extreme case I don't know <laughs> I'll call the cops <laughs> well obviously yeah I mean it's it, it's quite quite tricky I'm not trying to get like any any let's say within codes right or correct uh, uncode answers uh, another another weird example that I came across was the following situation so Hana and Amal go to Amsterdam Amal asks Hana if they can go to the sea so they are visiting Amsterdam for a day or so and so Hana is showing Amal the city of Amsterdam and Amal asks Hana if they can go visit the sea or, or the beach uh, and the first question is what does Hana say and the and the options are yes we can walk we can walk to the sea Yes, we can go by train. It's only half an hour away. 
or no, it's too far but because it's a couple of hours away by train. What would the right answer be in this case? Lol. Well, obviously <laughs> the right answer is yes, it's only half an hour away by train. What? This, no. Yeah. There's no beach in Amsterdam. No beach, but there's More the sea. Technical. Yeah, true. True. Yeah, it, it, this was really unclear to I me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you like technically live in Maastricht and like you get this question in your citizenship, like Anbeuring's test, why? <laughs> like, just why? You don't have to know anything about Amsterdam and the sea yeah. if you're in Maastricht. No, and besides, I mean, this sounds like a conversation between two friends. I mean, Hannah could tell her something like, get the hell out, what the hell? No, I'm not going to do that. Let's go Lol. to a pub. No, I think uh, this is, was just my uh, clever way of putting a geography question, you know? Yeah. Just to be like, do you know where Amsterdam is? Geography, but right. make it fun. Yeah, <laughs> make it fun. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, one of the questions again, uh, again, uh, yeah. Th so the inburgering also deals a lot with. Um, so it's, it's it's very broad. It's it's meant for people who are of pretty much all ages, above eighteen, I'm guessing, uh, eighteen till ninety years old, and well, from anywhere in the world. So you could be a parent, you could have children, and one of the questions was, how do you celebrate a newborn? And this to me gets interesting, right? Because one of the, the, let's say within quotes, correct answer, I can't remember the other options, it's probably with balloons and stuff. Mm. But the, within quotes, correct answer is uh, with Beschkeit and Mausche. So these are like, um, like a biscuit and sprinkles. And the sprinkles can be blue or pink. Uh, so yeah, you know where I'm getting with this, right? Like it's very sort it's of gender normative. Like Sorry? A, it's like a gender reveal party. <laughs> yeah. I'm crazy. Yeah, it, it literally is like a gender reveal party. So it's like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the questions are a bit weird in that sense. Like this is definitely like gender, like heteronormative or cis heteronormative. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's, also, that's the right word, yeah. Yeah, and also... Uh, I don't know, I feel like some questions from what I read, you know, of the examples that you put in uh, the planning for today's episode, I think they were clearly targeted at one certain kind of population on an expectation that they have. Oh, definitely. Kind of like, it's based on a stereotype that they think like, okay, this is what the migrant might answer, you know, and like, this is where we're really going to get him, like, ask him what what he's gonna do with his 15 year old daughter you know like we'll get it now you know like we'll see we'll see what they say in this case and it's also like first of all you could just not really believe this thing also you could just like say this is what they want me to say and like true. answer that true i don't know it's everything about this is a little bit weird like i get more like historical questions or about how the government works and like how often you have to vote, this kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I'm glad you mentioned that yeah. because that is the case in a lot of the inburgering tests I've seen for the US or the UK. So they focus more on indeed historical, very, very much on politics. Like the German one is focused entirely on their um, constitution and stuff. And well, obviously giant German words. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. It is tricky. There's, there's, there are some more examples we could uh, we could go through. And, and by the way, these are some of them are literally from the official um, official website. I'm just confused by the examples because what do you do if you're like? Uh, because this kind of stuff could not be answered, I suppose, unless it's like blatantly obvious that yeah, no, uh, the Dutch 
grocery shops do not indeed discriminate by gender who they hire um but like the rest of like how do you celebrate a newborn how do you know if you have not been exposed to the culture because yeah. some of the like yeah. countries i think netherlands as well is doing pre-entry tests mm-hmm. how do you assimilate when you have not been exposed yeah i don't think that's part of the pre-entry tests like i think if the pre-entry test i don't know a lot about it but uh, this is like a test after you've lived at least a certain amount of years here i think five so Something like that yeah. yeah it's like obviously mm. in five years maybe you know a little bit more of the culture obviously this is kind of an expected question especially if you're like in our age group or your age group yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that yourself as an oldie. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> How do you celebrate a newborn? Yeah. I don't know. My friends don't have kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's the thing, you know. Oh, there's like, so many questions about kids and schooling, though. Yeah, but also, for example, uh, in the UK, there's the Life in the UK test, which also has kind of these questions about how British people are celebrating Christmas or some shit. Yeah, and like, they are also like, people who are not Christian maybe in the UK yeah. and people who don't want children and gender reveal parties in the Netherlands so it's like so depending on kind of your bubble yeah <laughs> it's so specific so I don't think that this really well nationalist like dream of defining Dutchness mm, yeah yeah true mm. true it does, it does become like overtly political and sort of like a society that sort of imposes yeah I, I see I, I uh, just for reference the Leon, you mentioned about uh, supermarkets not um, discriminating based on gender. I'm guessing you were referring to this one uh, weird question in the uh, in the clock sheet. So uh, Lisa yep. asks Ali. So Lisa is a friend of Ali. This guy Ali is really famous, by the way. He's also my neighbor, mm-hmm. like literally. Uh, <laughs> if if she will get a job that she applied to at a supermarket because Peter also applied, and the question is, what should Ali say? Should he say? Um, yes, because you're a girl. No, because Peter is a boy. Or should he say whoever is the most suitable will get the job? But indeed, like you said, what is this? What are you learning with this? Is it like? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess like it's. Po- I don't know. It's possible that it was made on like in a with a good intention you know as most things usually are <laughs> that they were like oh we're so tolerant you know we should make sure that everybody who comes here is just as tolerant as we are you know but it's also like yeah first of all everything is like situational uh two you can easily lie and pretend like okay this is what the dutch person would say but that's not me anyway you know so it's just like whatever so I think it's like maybe the intention uh, of certain questions is this, but I don't know how. Yeah, what's actually the result? You know, like who? If who are you? Anyone making? from the Bible Belt? Yeah. No, you wouldn't agree necessarily. Huh? <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, this was when this is what the uh, Dutch person would say. Again, disclaimer: is not RTV opinions, just hearsay. There are conservative areas in the Netherlands. Yeah, so no, but it's just like gender equality everywhere. Not so much a reality maybe well, what I was also thinking is like is do you reckon there should be like more useful things we can learn I mean if someone's been living in the Netherlands for five years mm. the person obviously knows how to swear in Dutch which <laughs> is probably the first thing anyone learns in any new language um, 
apart from that, I don't know, are there, are there things that you reckon foreigners sh should learn? Maybe stuff about their rights. Like, in general, I think it's quite important to, like, okay, I only know the examples from Germany, but, like, it's quite a lot about kind of the German constitutions and also, like, constitution and, like, kind of which rights you have as a citizen. So I think that could be quite useful. And especially maybe also for, like, discriminated groups and vulnerable groups to kind of like especially know their specific rights so for example if in the scenario of like a, a female being beaten up by her husband or something like that that she knows that she can go there and there to get help you know right stuff like that can be useful i would say oh that's a good point i don't know if the dutch exam i think the dutch exam does cover partly the the constitution as well so the the, the rights what you mentioned and then a lot of it is i think put in a very let's say within quote practical context context but i don't know sometimes i feel maybe it's good to make sure people can learn people know how to ride a bike in the rain yeah <laughs> the proper way to eat uh wait what are the waffles called called again they, see uh, to, they have to know what the waffles are called <laughs> or, or, or how not to ask what inside like, uh, certain snacks oh, strup waffles, strup waffles. Oh, i haven't eaten those in months but how to prepare those correctly yeah. well well i think no, not every dutch person knows how to prepare those correctly but every <laughs> dutch person will know the snack menu at the fritur you know yes. like you have to know what uh Berenhap is or, or or what Bami Blokje is? Yeah, yeah. What's the difference between Bami and Nazi? Nazi. Yes, that I is still a good don't start. know. One yeah. is of rice and one is of noodles. Yeah, which yes. one? Oh. Which one is which? Uh, <laughs> Tell me. Bami is noodles and Nazi is rice. Correct. I will forget. Correct. Like Correct. I have already forgotten. <laughs> 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 and I haven't been wow. here for uh, even two years yet. You know. Wait, you 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 well, already yeah. made it as far as Maastricht, so maybe you can go all the way to Eindhoven if you answer the next question correctly. But I think talking about practical stuff and uh, I don't know biking in the rain. Let's hit the uh, yeah. The I mean, next song. the kids, the kids here always. Sorry, I'm just gonna jump Go in before the song. The kids here always do a bicycle exam, right, when they're in elementary school and stuff. Yeah, I also had to do that. It's yeah. like the most useful thing you can do. Yeah. Teach yeah, children yeah, how to that. bike properly. <laughs> True, and, <laughs> so and, that and they the don't rules get of the road basically run over the by a rules. bus. So this exactly. is a song called Upfit by the band Skik. They're from Drenthe and they're singing Drains, Angel. I'm a baby slim, I feel it all 
En ik was zoals een bars en een tornozie. Dan vis ik deur, want ik weet niet meer. Dan ging van daar van zullen. Wie daar mee was, wie daar mee was. Wie daar mee was vandaag. Ik heb de band die voor me vindt. Nee, ik heb jou niks te klaar. Wie daar mee was, wie daar mee was. Wie daar mee was vandaag. Ik zal wel zeggen, ja, het mag wel zo. So that was Op Feet by the band Skik from Drenthe from their album Nick is Zul's at Leg um, from 1997. That roughly translates to nothing is like what it seems. We are talking about the concept or the process of inburgering, which is also known as um, nationalization, naturalization, citizenship, um, a lot of different terms in different countries. In German, it's called Einbürgerung? Einbürgerung. Ein, yes, it's with a U umlaut. Yes, exactly. True, true, true. Yeah, and yeah, we were just talking about how it is in different countries and also zooming in a little bit into the Dutch, um, let's say, special variation. Um, yeah, and one of the things I noticed about the UK one, seriously, that is really like a pop quiz. Mm. It it's really <laughs> has so many general knowledge questions. But Oddly enough, they also have questions about about the Republic of Ireland. Like, when did Ireland become a republic? And I was like, hey, wait a minute. That's hmm. not even part of the UK. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I guess it's uh, still part of uh, of like British history. And it's stuff. definitely British part of the Don't tell that Irish people. <laughs> no, well, in general, yeah, I true. guess, yeah. Back in the good old days when <laughs> Ireland was a part of the UK. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, you said it has a lot of general knowledge questions. So many that I, I did, did it for fun a few times just online. Just yeah, right. To be like, oh, okay, let's do a life in the UK test because I'm bored <laughs> and I like <laughs> quizzes. <laughs> oh, it, it, it really reminded me of pop quizzes. It, it was insane. The, the American was also, also okay. It was quite dry and boring. It was a lot about US politics. Um, yeah, in France, I had to attend this one session about, it's called, yeah, it's just called Life in France, basically, um, about their ideas of 
again, tolerance and secularism, uh, what they call laicity and so on. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I, um, yeah, I really think this is a very, very European, Western sort of thing. I really wonder how it would be in, say, China or Japan or India. Do they even have some? Yeah, I think so. And it's also hard to get their citizenship. I think even I the Japanese imagine. passport is one of the hard, like one of the powerful, most powerful ones yeah, in the world. Yeah, you need visas in only two countries. Yes, exactly. So wow. it's also hard to get that one. <laughs> wow, I thought it would glow in the dark or something. Nope. Good mm. <laughs> <laughs> Better, you can get anywhere with this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah, indeed, certain pa yeah, passports do have, do give you quite some power. I mean, not not more power during during international lockdowns but it does give you some I mean, power to move it around. does coming to the Netherlands is way easier from an EU country than from outside of the EU oh, yeah, I mean sure, uh, sure. where are the advantages of being in an EU country otherwise you know there are a lot exactly. like this part of it like it's just yeah, should, Schengen. That, that should, yeah it should be like that though you know what I'm saying Leave, leave the EU alone. <laughs> We're in Maastricht. We have to yeah. ship the EU. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole point of uh, tolerating well, uh, the nastier parts, I guess, or the downsides of EU, not saying that I do. Honestly, we should become just a yeah. republic altogether. Or like the external border politics of the EU. Oh, fuck no. Let's, let's yeah. Yeah. Start. That's, yeah. that's a whole another episode already. Yeah. Yeah, I think also uh, worthy we, one. We, we will have quite some episode coming up then on uh, on immigration, migration. Good to know that you're doing this course this semester. Another thing I was wondering about is, is indeed how do we, how do you measure like the efficiency of these tests? You know, like because it, it is they claim that it's better for integration, better for social integration, not mathematical. It's better for like uh, assimilating mm. um, socially, not biologically. Um, so yeah, one, way, one, one, one of the things I was wondering is how do you even measure like if this is working? Yeah, I don't know. And it's, like, it's an is open it, question, yeah. For, yeah. for me, it's like, is it even desirable? Like assimilation, is it even desirable? You know, like True. because in the end, it's kind of like do, do maybe you yeah. It's like it's kind of up to you. You know, if you want to keep the culture that you had before, or if sure. you want to, you know, want to uh, practice your own. Yeah, mix in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so it's kind of like I don't know, like about the effectiveness of it and like what does it mean you know if there are certain like for example communities that are still like more uh, attached to their to the cultures of let's say the country where they came came from I don't like to say it like that but I guess uh, I don't know like is that a bad thing I don't think it's a bad thing because then they're just like also enriching the society where they are now Oh yeah, absolutely. you know. So it's kind of like yeah, you know. I don't know if if it would be hundred percent effective in terms of like making it a very uniform kind of like yeah array of people that are coming in. You know, that's then fucking it would, boring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, then also the society wouldn't necessarily like progress. And stuff. I still so, don't buy the thing that the tests are nearly as much about assimilation as they are about filtering. Yeah. True. True. Yeah, it's about I filtering so. out like kind of high, highly skilled workers. I would you say. know what? In I, many cases, not always. True. 
True. Oh no, I I wanted to say uh, yeah, yeah, it was a, a funny sort of thought I had because I used to live in Austria and then I thought, who? What if my mom would ever visit me in Austria? Because one of the things she does is draw these kind of designs with rice powder outside the um, the apartment door or house door. So it's like um, you might have seen these kind of designs on the floor, like Indian patterns. Uh, but those patterns include a lot of swastika signs, and I was like, "Hmm, what if my mom comes here and mm. does that outside my door? Would that be offensive or like? <laughs> I don't know." But uh, I mean, I guess, I guess if people know that who's living there is Indian, then not probably. probably. <laughs> I don't know. I but don't if know. I would just randomly see it, I would be like, mm. "That's weird." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this could be an Indian hole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you said that the designs included, but are not just like one ma- a massive swastika. That I think those are no, still no, no, two no, no, different no, no. things. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. It's, it's, it's quite elaborate designs and so on. Actually, speaking about moms, uh, <laughs> the next song you're going to listen to is called "Busje Komt." And it's, um, it's kind of a weird song because it, it, it refers to two guys standing outside well, in the meadow somewhere in the Netherlands waiting for the methadone bus, which if you don't know, is a, is a, is a, is a treatment for people recovering from heroin. And the other day I was standing in the bus stop with my girlfriend and she, there was another woman uh, with a little girl teaching her the song. And we were like, holy shit, does she know what this song refers to? So speaking about that, I think um, I think it's time to, uh, time to listen to this fantastic song. <laughs> Er liep een tree verslaafden, zomaar over straat. De een vroeg aan de ander, zeg weet jij misschien hoe laat? Hoe laat komt hier de bus? Hoe laat komt hier de bus? Hoe laat komt hier de bus? Toen zei die ander dus. Busje komt zo, 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 eventjes geduld nog van dit busje komt zo. Er lagen twee verslaafden samen in de goot. De een was half levend en de ander half dood. Toen kwam er een agent aan, die vroeg wat moet dat hier? Wij wachten op ons busje, dat komt over een kwartier. Busje komt zo, 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 eventjes geduld nog van dit busje komt zo. Er dachten twee verslaafden alleen maar aan de spuit. En bij het oversteken keken zij dus niet goed uit. Daar kwam de metadombus die hen beiden De andere jungs maar wachten, want een busje kwam toe leed. Busje komt zo, 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 eventjes geduld nog, want het busje komt zo. 
Er stonden twee verslaafden voor de poorten van de hel. Ze wilden graag naar binnen en ze trokken aan de bel. De duivel deed hen open, en zag die twee daar staan. Hij zei, nog even nacht, dan zijn busje komen Bus komt zo, 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 eventjes geduld nog, want het busje komt zo. Wow, that was Busje komt zo by Hulenboer. Again, a Well, what I was told, a classic Dutch song, and it had to be played during this uh, topic of inburgering. No. Again, one of the things I really wonder is that why were we never taught songs during inburgering? Like I remember in, in my in my French, let's say, within course inburgering test, I had to do a presentation of uh, the culture of wherever I come from. So I did something about dancing in India in French, uh, which I found interesting but we also learned like songs in french but then again that was indeed slightly higher level hmm. although i do think in the netherlands it would be nice to incorporate some like some music drunk and drugs <laughs> <laughs> yeah or or carnival music i've had uh, taught to me very early on wow, wow. well that's because also that's my name cool. is elena and there's carnival song that goes like Elena, Elena, Elena. I'm not gonna say Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Oh, that's hardcore. That's already advanced level in yeah, murdering. Yeah, that's like very local specific. Like yes, yes. Uh, I think we, we are drilling down, like I said. We started off quite broadly, internationally, looking at the Dutch culture, and now we are indeed getting really close to the Limburg culture that you mentioned. There. But I'm just thinking, right, um, what else do you think should be in this like um should it be like um like a televised competition again my mm. friends suggested this so shout out to dennis and kirsten for the songs and all the uh wacky suggestions so one of the suggestions was that we should all be like all the foreigners or like the people who are ready to be in burgered uh, are in a room televised and they can pick an opponent battle with them and the one who wins can go to the next round no <laughs> I think that would put too much pressure yeah. but I also thought about like brutal. squid game with the citizenship you know like hunger um, games with citizenship yeah. <laughs> citizenship yes. kill uh, 23 other kids and you get citizenship whoa mm. Could be. Could no. be good work official <laughs> view endorsed yeah, by but RTV. in this case it has to be like I don't know eat a certain amount of uh, herring you know or like yeah something Dutch yeah, well, I'll try to guess what's inside a frikandel. Trick yeah. question: Is it uh, pepernoten or uh, kroidnoten? Lol. Mm. Depending on the region, you either get yeah. rejected or accepted. Oh yeah, yeah, but the, there has to be also the question: Is mayo Dutch or Belgian? Oh yeah. yeah is yeah. it frites or patat? Yeah, yeah. Is it frites yeah. or patat? Lol. True, true, and yeah. and you should also not be surprised that frites or uh, chips mm. of course in English the entire thing is a dinner like just that is a dinner many of us were shocked when, it, when we found that out we were like oh I thought it was a side dish yeah but have you seen the quantity like and then they <laughs> and then they put stuff on it you know like it's sure, not just sure, sure. it's not just fried nobody that is no Dutch person that is saying oh I'm gonna have fries for dinner 
they're just gonna have fries with mayo, you know? They're gonna <laughs> have fries with like orloch on it, with like satay oh, and no. mayo and ketchup and onions, you know? And then on the side, <laughs> they're gonna have a little portion of like zurvles or oh. something, you know? <laughs> Some vegetables. Yeah. Zurvles is very, uh, very Limburg, by the way. Yeah, zurvles yeah. is yeah, very like Limburg. It. But in general, like you would mm. have like stoffles kind of sauce, no. you know, right. just like stew mm. on top. I actually just had a like small portion of fries for lunch and I'm still not hungry. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's almost eight PM now, so it <laughs> says a lot. Not bad. All yeah. this all talk all of fries is making me very, <laughs> very hungry. <laughs> right. Oh, oh yeah, one of the things I I wanted to mention about the the whole in burgering process is that towards the end there is like this um this ceremony where we have to like swear, we have to either say that we believe in the government or we believe in God. And I was like, the thing is, you need to raise your right arm to do that. And at one point I was like, hmm, can I raise my right arm, palms open, straight up at a certain angle? Because I think that's probably It's not, not Germany, so it's oh, okay. Oh, so it's okay. <laughs> Wait, you uh, had to do this here or yeah, what? In the in the Gemeinde. In fact, even if you were born in you the You had to choose between swearing on the government or God. Yeah, I need to pick one of the which And one the to God, believe. the only one option of God is like the Christian God or did you no, also have god, an array any, of gods? Any, you any, any god you okay, want. but that's really strange anyway. But then like, in, in India, like, I mean you have many gods. Exactly, like then you have to swear to hours. every god. Yeah, like, exactly. yeah. That's already like kind of <laughs> yeah, it's discriminatory. A bit weird. Like the general thing is a bit. Well, I don't get this thing, whole thing of like swearing on something. For me, is so archaic. I don't get it. Yeah, so. to me, it it really uh, blurs the line between like 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 a political process and religion. I was like, yeah. oh wow, yeah, <laughs> at this yeah. point. But anyways, you know that's. Um, that's pretty much uh, coming towards the end of our show. Um, by the way, to our listeners, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, I do say listeners, um, being very optimistic here with an S in plural. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for everyone who helped us make it. Um, <clears throat> and I think we should end with a uber local song. So please enjoy this one called Limburg by Rowan Hazel. Good night. Bye. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. Lesen quest die van gedoet, rust in wachten op de dag, dat heel Holland Limburg doet. Oh, ik heb niet aan zijn lange leven gewaakt, vandaag die moest komen en op de nacht. Voor alles wat ik wou, maar wat ik nooit kreeg. Was het duur of te vroeg of te laat voor mij? Hoe achten op succes en op dit mooie dag? Zag in de zon en in de zelfboerlijn. Riek wat ik weer heb, waarom denk ik vier? Maar tot nou toe heb ik al niet meer geleerd. Het is een kwestie van geduld. Rustig wachten op de dag. Dat En zoveel energie En amper iemand in me kent Zeg nou niet Soms heb ik je dood Ik moraal dat bier En met een vierskes Ik zou ik niet laten